0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big
1: Mouth Small Words.
0: What up, guys? It's Josh say and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Real Pats. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words podcast. Big Mouth Small Words sports talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Mhm. 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 Welcome, everyone. Hey, what's going on? It's Friday. <laughs> Are you fired up? I am. Um, not much of a voice, but I got to get it going here. So, welcome once again to Big Mouth, Small Words. We got to obviously talk sports, and I'm going to talk about a sport that I have not seen. Now, here's the thing. I had it all planned out that I was going to come on here and I was going to talk about the Cam Newton thing and how he talked about Belichick and he did that whole thing with the uh, OBJ YouTube show. But I've been talking a lot about Cam. I've been talking a lot about football. So I was out yesterday for my mother's birthday, so I didn't get to come on here and say what I wanted to. Shout out to my mom, Laura. Kearns, she's the best, 55 years strong. (laughs) That's crazy. But I'm sitting with my family, having a good time, and an update comes across my phone. Pasternak and Case, both right-wingers for the Bruins, were deemed unfit to participate in practice. And I had to hold in the rage. (laughs) I had to hold in the rage for my family's sake, But now that I'm here on the podcast, I can get this off my chest. First of all, I hear a lot of people saying, oh, well, they're just putting him in the quarantine thing because, you know, they flew over, the two Czech guys flew over together, and those are the league rules. No, that's not what it is. We all saw David Pasternak ripping one-timers and skating with the team on Wednesday. So take that right out of the equation. If I also might add, he looked kind of slow. And from what I saw, obviously I didn't see a lot, but all the Bruins insiders were saying that he looked good, so I'll take them at their word. We'll leave it at that. So why are two of our best right wingers being classified as unfit to participate? I mean, does the coach know? Can Cassidy better explain this? Maybe we can listen to what he had to say and try to figure this out together.
1: out there today, yeah. That was the plan. Um, we were going to have smaller numbers. There's another group going out now. Uh, we're at 11:30. Past and Kasha will not be in it. Um, you know, as for the league, Steve, it's it's unfit to participate right now. Um, hopefully, that changes in the near future. Uh, and yeah, I mean, anytime players miss, uh, you know, a session where we expect them back up to full speed, then um, until he's out there, then you know it is a concern for us uh, as a team. But we're just going to forge ahead. Uh, we've kind of plugged different guys in. So obviously missing two guys that play up in your lineup uh, and a guy like David that's your le- you know leading scorer. Uh, you want him in there. You want him getting back into condition. You want him returning to the ice and uh, being with his teammates. So, but he's not. So we're going to um, you know we're going to today we use Anders up there. Uh, we'll mix different guys in. We use Jacks to get a little bit on the wing. Uh, he gets a look with with Cretch, uh, you know, so uh, Cooley's been there before. So it does allow you to do some other things, but uh, obviously we prefer to have both those guys back in there.
0: So a couple of things from that. Number one, Bruce is mad. <laughs> or at least Cassidy doesn't sound happy. And why would he be? You know, two top wingers that play the same position are out right now. And I mean, it sounds like he's moving forward without them, which obviously you have to do. But I mean, I don't know, man. I just hear something in his voice there. I hear something in his voice that pisses me off and also makes me a little worried. Now, before I go off on Case, let me start with David Pasternak. And as a matter of fact, Case, listen, you're great. Don't even know if I'm saying your name right. Don't really care because Pasternak is the guy that I have a problem with and he's the guy that I have to address right now. We all know what kind of talent David Pasternak has. He has played his way these last few years into becoming a superstar in the National Hockey League. But for some reason, you Bruins fans, you let his actions slide because of how good he is. And I don't understand it. And it needs to stop now, okay? If you're gonna get on Brad Marchand as much as you do for all of his antics, and he doesn't show up when it matters, uh, hey, has anyone been paying attention with Pasternak? Anybody? It's just me? If it is, I'm gonna let you know. Because last year, this dude got drunk at an event, and he fell, and he messed up his hand. The Bruins were on an absolute tear, And he hurt himself because he couldn't put the bottle down and it cost you a cup. And I can already hear you guys yelling and screaming and shut your mouths. Of course, you can blame plenty of other players. But all through last year's playoffs, Pasternak was inconsistent because of the injury. And when we needed him the most in game seven, he was not there. Y'all keep giving him a pass for that, but I do not. At Big Mouth Small Words, we do not give David Pasternak a pass. Let it be known and let me shout it from the roofs because it's a fact. And you fast forward to now because here's the thing. If you don't know your own past, you're doomed to repeat it. The NHL finally has a plan. Protocols are in place. I see Patrice Bergeron. I see Brad Marchand, I see Zdeno Chara, I see Tuukka Rask, I see everybody out there ready to get back to work. And once again, your best player finds a way to let you down. Now, I don't know if he has COVID. I don't know if this is just precautionary, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to tell you guys that it doesn't matter. There's photos being leaked showing Pasta and Case at bars, not quarantining and if I like I just said I look at the past and it shows me what I need to know now can't you just be the face of the franchise for a few months can't you just buckle it down going into this playoff right I was looking at Tuka Rask and I was saying to myself man this means the most to him I mean he's got a lot to prove for his legacy he's never won a cup where he well, never been the guy and the reason that we won a cup. And I look at Marshy, I said, man, this guy doesn't show up in big spots since 11. Like, he's got a lot to prove. I look at Char, I look at Bergeron, and I'm like, man, one more win cements their legacies as all-time greats. But now, I gotta put all that to the side, and so do you. And I gotta look at yet another setback For pasta and I have to ask does he have what it takes I mean he's got great talent but can you depend on this guy in the future and you saw what the Bruins did when they had Tyler Sagan immense talent unbelievable but he didn't get it and the Bruins want guys who are going to show up to work and do their jobs we can all agree on that right I'm not saying to get rid of Pasta, hell to the no, (laughs) don't mistake that. I'm just looking for Bruins fans to be more aware of his actions and hold the guy accountable because he has been getting off far too easy for what he has messed up these last few years, and he has a lot to prove, man. Come on, Pasta. Get your ass into gear. You would think that after last year, when the Bruins give away the cup to the Blues, I mean, they had the easiest road they could have ever had. And they did what they had to do. And Tuca was finally on fire. And they were doing so great. And that first line, oh, everybody's scared of the first line. Bergeron, Marshy, and Pasta. And then they just disappear. It really pisses me off. And it blows my mind. And people need to be on them about that. One game, they're scoring seven goals. The next one, they give you nothing. Come on, boys. Oh, it's so aggravating. Sorry, it's just so aggravating. So hopefully, they can come back and we can get ready because the three games that the Bruins have to play to keep their seeding, is the Philadelphia Flyers who are on a roll and this season, we have lost two out of three to them. Then you gotta play the Lightning who we lost three out of four to. And I mean, they've always had our number anyway. Then we got to play the Capitals, who they lost, the Bruins that being, lost two out of three to them too. And by the way, the Capitals always have your number. So the Bruins have losing records this year against all the teams that they need to take down in order to keep the number one seed that they worked so freaking hard to achieve. The Bruins need all the ice time that they can get to prepare for a playoff unlike any other. Oh, (laughs) I mean, let's just hope that they can buckle down and get back on track for a cup run. Because talent-wise, let me just make this very clear to everybody. Talent-wise, we're there. I know people want to run their mouths about, oh, they're too old. No, 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 no. They're the perfect mix. I know that we got lucky with, with who we played last year but they can easily make another cup run this year. Oh, they could. It's just going to come down to their big scores. It's going to come down to, do they really want it? Are they going to put everything they have into it? Because if you put everything you had like Chara did last year, if you put everything you had into it like the captain did last year, you would have already won a freaking cup. And by the way, this is a shout-out to my friend Batch. I mean... Patrick Kane can go out and have a bender. Like Pasta, maybe you should check out what the Blackhawks used to do. They used to get loaded and run through the streets naked. And guess what? They still won the freaking cup and they still scored goals and they were still relevant. So you can still drink, you can still stay on the hooch, you can still do all that and win. So step it the F up, you idiots. God. And also... (coughs) I will be having, like I said, for the hockey talk when we get closer. Get excited for that, by the way. Gonna have Batch on in studio. We are gonna have Xana dude calling in. I mean, hockey talk is gonna be real when it comes to big mouth, small words. So get excited for that. And there's gonna be a hockey contest. So my goodness, you gotta get you gotta get fired up for that. And with there it is, that's hockey. So we went over hockey. I lost my mind. Great. Good for us. We did it. (laughs) So now we're going to go back to the NFL. Uh, There were some NFL news that that happened. The free agency deadline has officially passed us as of yesterday at 4 p.m. And I was excited to see what was going to happen because there were a lot of big names out there and there were only a few deals. So let's just talk about a few of the deals that I felt were noted that needed to get talked about here. I had heavily criticized the Titans for paying Ryan Tannehill only to lose Derrick Henry, who seemed to be the heart of that team. And Henry literally carried them, legitimately carried them (laughs) on his massive shoulders uh, to an AFC title game last year. But I gotta tell you, yesterday Vrabel shut me up. Moments before the deadline, the Titans reached an agreement with Derrick Henry. Four years, $50 million, and $25 million guaranteed. It's very simple to how I feel about this. The contract is well-deserved. It makes the Titans much better. They know Tannehill's not going to be anything without play action, so they better hope that Henry stays healthy and he does his thing, but the Titans trust me. They're much better off than they would have been if they lost him. So that's fine. Plus, another thing is, I think they're looking ahead with this move because there's a couple of other top running backs that are going to be on the market next year. And rather than getting in a bidding war, they take Henry off the table. I think it was a smart move all around for the Titans. So kudos to you guys. You did it. A team that I'm not sure if they did it or if they, I don't know. The Cleveland Browns. So they signed Miles Garrett to a five-year, $125 million contract. I don't know how I feel about that move. I don't think I'm big on it. I'm not, I really, honest to God, don't know what to say about this. Obviously, Miles Garrett has talent, and he for sure has the talent to be worth it. But after what he did, I mean, the fiasco with Mason Rudolph, and and I mean, he's obviously got some anger issues there, and it's just kind of puzzling for me to give him like a mega contract like that. Like over a hundred million is crazy. And I'm just looking at him and I'm looking at everybody else at his position getting paid. And I'm like, I don't know if that was what you needed to do. I mean, they had so much cap space and then they just gonna throw that contract out there. Just kind of a little puzzling to me. So hopefully for them, <clears throat> excuse me, hopefully for them, you know, he figures it out. I don't hope that. I hope he fails. I'm not a Browns fan. Bengals fan. So <laughs> I don't really care what happens with them. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, time will tell how smart that move was. Um, another team that I cannot tell you whether they are smart or not is the Kansas City Chiefs, who made another deal. They signed Chris Jones, who I was so sure was going to leave. I was so sure. You know, they throw in legitimately like 500 million dollars in Patrick Mahomes and you're saying to yourself okay so the Chiefs are going to be walking on eggshells for a few years and they're like no no eggshells here man we're, we're making breakfast we're good so we're good and they're just legitimately they signed Chris Jones to a four-year 85 million dollar deal 60 million of it guaranteed the Chiefs are just playing with monopoly money at this point I don't know I can't make sense of it I don't understand how they're figuring this out but they are like i don't get it they're like business ninjas they're just figuring it out like good for them it's either gonna work and they're gonna look like geniuses or it is gonna blow up in the next three years and we're gonna go man they could have been a dynasty but they're dumb so once again time's gonna tell on that but and i have to talk about this so there were some deals that did not go through Dak Prescott almost snuck in a deal. Multiple reports. I checked, I checked, I checked. I really wanted to know what was going to happen with Dak Prescott because you all know how I feel about Andy Dalton, And, you know, he. it was so close. Oh, from so many sources that I've read said that he almost got from 33 to $35 million a year and he almost got $100 million guaranteed, but instead... Andy Dalton calls Jerry and goes, "Jerry, Jerry, whoa! I can go eight and eight for pennies. I know you don't. You don't need to pay this man to go eight and eight or ten and six. I can get you into the playoffs in my sleep with that roster, and then we'll lose. It'll be fine. It'll be just like what the Cowboys do all the time. And in a way, I, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I. I'm not going to say Dalton's the move. I won't. But I want to see it. <laughs> it's like." I want to see this train wreck. I really, really, for the love of everything, please let Dak Prescott go. Let Andy Dalton start in Dallas. I want to see that ginger as the head of the America's team. <laughs> I really want to see it so bad. Um, but if he wins a playoff game with them, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die <laughs> because he's ruined my life for so many years. And if he finally figured it out after all these years, I would on his neck i'd lose my mind so yeah we talked about hockey we talked about football uh there were mma giveaway winners i forgot to even bring this up which is funny so we did the ufc 251 fight card there were some decisions in this one that really i was scratching my head at it i to think back on it, I should have wrote written some of this down. But Max Holloway got just robbed in his fight against Vulcan. It was disgusting. I mean, really, he he really should have won that fight. That was annoying to me. Uh, Kamaro Usman, the Snuggler himself, just snuggled the hell out of Jorge Masvidal, and I knew it. I I knew it. I I was in my head. I was like. This dude is coming to snuggle and there's no one that's going to stop him. And by the way, after all this snuggle fest that Kamaro Usman does, he then calls out legitimately the king of snuggle. He calls out George St. Pierre. And I'm like, that's legitimately like that's softcore porn. (laughs) The UFC would literally have a main event of softcore porn if GSP faces Kamaro Usman, I will die. I do not stop. Please, can we stop? I mean, I kind of hope the GSP comes back just so that he can lay on Usman, just so that he can know, just so that he can know what it feels like to just get snuggled so hard. I can't stand those two stupid idiots. And I just, oh my God, I hate them. And also, also a thing that I hate is people on Twitter where I follow Ariel Hawani because he has a lot of good MMA news. Some idiot makes an account of Ariel Hawani, but then he just puts like two eyes at the end of it and then he's putting out a McGregor versus Masvidal poster. It's like, do you get off on that, you loser? Like why do people do that crap? Grow up, you stupid idiot. Um yeah, I'm way off topic. So, I feel like I feel like we did it. I feel like we we talked about when we needed to. feel like we got it going. So the NHL is coming back. I'm excited. I'm going to be talking a lot about that. And to come, I will for sure let you guys know about the NHL contest. And obviously the NFL is going to be exciting. There's so many things that are going to be great. So I'm going to end it there and tell you what I always do. Check out BigMouthSmallWords.com. Check the blog. Check Instagram at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. A lot of things coming up, baby. Stay updated. I love you guys. Stay safe.